Hey guys, real quick, just wanted to thank the sponsors slash supporters of the podcast that we have, Angler Clothing. Uh, definitely go check them out, anglerclothing.com. Uh, from Bass to Billfish, they have all your apparel needs made for sure. Uh, next is RPG Outdoors. RPG Outdoors makes cranks, uh, soft plastics. They start pouring their own stuff. Awesome stuff. Every Thursday night, almost every Thursday night, they do a giveaway on their Facebook page. And they go live and it gets huge. The feed, like I don't know how it doesn't crash the Facebook site, but they get a lot of followers on there watching and stuff like that. Awesome people. Robert and Ange, keep up the great work if you listen. It's awesome and badass of what you're doing for Central Texas for sure. Um, Next is Outdoor Alphas. Definitely got to go check out Outdoor Alphas if you haven't. If you live in the San Antonio area, go check out Sam over there. Uh, great guy, only local taco shop we have in San Antonio, and uh, anything you need, honestly, from fresh to salt, he has it covered. Uh, if he doesn't have it, he'll get it for you for sure, but go check him out. They're off Rigsby Avenue over there on the south side. Um, can't thank him enough either, for sure. Uh, next is our biggest sponsor we have and supporter of the podcast. It's actually River to Sea. River to Sea Lures are coming out with great stuff. Matt Allen and Tim Little of Tactical Bassin just dropped a bait on their YouTube site or on their YouTube video, uh, the DD-75, um, their tactical crank. That bait is phenomenal. I know for a fact because I knew about that bait uh, for about three years now. And I knew that the testing was going on. And I seen pictures of it. And I couldn't say anything. And it was heartbreaking. But I'm so happy I could say something right now. Um, that bait is going to be awesome. The time that they put into that bait is great. And the only place you can get it right now is tackle warehouse. And I know they're sold out for effect. Uh, within two hours of the video dropping, they were sold out. Uh, each color had 2000 pieces for each color and they were all gone within two hours. Then if you pre-order, you'll be able to get them sooner than, uh, order them on the river to seaside or anything like that. But, uh, if you do want to wait, You'll probably get the order on River to Sea probably in like January or February sometime. Um, just talked to Andy over there, and he's doing the best to get them overnighted from where they're coming from. So hopefully they'll be here shortly, and everybody will be happy that they get to have this badass tactical crank from River to Sea that Matt Allen and Tim Little designed. Um, it's awesome. I can't thank them enough for the support. And I'm going to tell you the honest truth. I don't get paid from any of these so-called sponsors or anything like that. I tell you about these companies because I fish their stuff. One for River to see. Um, I fish all their stuff and catch pretty good bass on them. Two, they're local. So like Angler Clothing, RPG Outdoors, Outdoor Alphas. Um, I tell you about that. That way you can guys go to them and support local companies. Definitely. That's what I'm all about. And that's what I want to keep growing. I love the network that everybody's coming to with the podcast and stuff like that. It's awesome. I can't thank you enough. I can't thank Nick over at Cast and Crank Podcast for helping me out as much as he's doing. Um, Just thank you enough, man, if you're listening. 
So anyways, I'm going to stop boring you and talking and all that stuff. I'll let you listen to the episode. It's a good one. And trust me, if you don't laugh your ass off, then I don't think you're really that like funny guy, I guess, right? <laughs> so anyways, have a good night, y'all. Thanks for listening, and I appreciate it. Stay tuned to the next one. Hey, guys. Tonight's episode we have with Jesse Robles, the owner of Sabaji Bates, and he's also a guy as well on Medina. Um, if you want any jigs, spinner baits, anything like that, let this guy know. Um, he does great work. Hand tied. It's super good. Uh, local guy too. I'm super big on support local. So definitely go check him out for sure. Um, go to Jesse Robles on Facebook. And he'll have a posting up shortly on Craigslist or offer up for the guide service on Medina. Um, honestly, Medina right now is starting to get good with the striper and the white bass. So... It's once that turns on, it'll be good fishing for sure. And he has pictures upon pictures of those fish out there on Medina, and it's a really great lake. I can compare it to. Uh, it looks like Amnestid kinda, but smaller in size, and it's still really big too as well. But anyways, uh, tonight's episode is gonna be awesome. It was awesome. Um, talked about lakes and his baits and stuff like that. Funny ass stories too. The minute that I met Jesse, uh, when I was the backseater at the LBJ tournament, I knew this guy was going to be cool as shit and we were going to get along great. So uh, definitely listen in. I can't thank him enough for coming on tonight and uh, doing the podcast here in the home studio slash garage. <laughs> so, uh, thanks y'all for listening. And without further ado, here you go. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Straight Bassin' Podcast. I'm Joe. Today we got Jesse Robles in. Um, happy to have him on. Got the fish on my LBJ for an elite tournament. Uh, we talked more and couldn't find out he makes his own baits. Um, and I like them. Honestly, they're hand-poured, hand-tied. So uh, let's hear more from Jesse. How's it going tonight? Good, good. Just got back from fishing a couple of hours ago. Where were you fishing at? Medina, Medina Lake, man, uh, my favorite lake. Favorite lake? Is it hard to pattern fish there, you think? Yes, it is. Yeah. Some days you're a hero, and most days you're a zero. But it works out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the way it always is, you mm. know. You're always learning, always learning. But uh, I was told when I first started fishing, if you can catch fish on Medina Lake, you should be able to catch fish anywhere. That's how, that's yeah. how tough Medina is. So. Oh, it's definitely hard. Definitely hard, dude. Uh, I've been out there a long time. And- <laughs> Some days I like I'm just like I might as well just give up, sell the boat, sell all the tackle, and go home, pack it on the trailer, and see what happens, dude. Maybe, maybe yeah. take up accounting Man, or golf I, I, or. Let me tell you how many times I just felt like grabbing rods and throwing everything off the boat, man. I'm done. Yeah. So how did you start fishing, man? You know, actually, I used to I used to uh, bank fish a lot, and uh, when I moved from Wyoming, we moved back over here, and I got out of the military. I used to rent the boat some base, hmm. and then when I got out of the military, well, I couldn't rent them anymore, so I went and looked for a small small boat. I was just looking for a boat, and I happened to be passing by a 16-foot aluminum wide, like 7-foot wide, and then, you know, what kind of the name it was, but it had a little 40 horsepower Nissan pull start. Oh, yeah. Pull start motor, <laughs> and that was it. Uh, actually, me and uh, Richard, Richard Martinez oh, from, yeah. from Elite. Man, we uh, pulled out the, the middle bench, 
and put a platform in the back, man, and we started put a trolling motor on it, 12 volt, you know, one battery, and we started fishing off of that, but we used to just go for red, the calaveras. Uh-huh. We used to just go to the wall, and uh, man, that was it. That's all we did, the wall, and reds, catfish, stripers, and um, I had a brother-in-law, funny story, he had a friend who fished tournaments, and they worked for CPS, and he'd always invite him, but my brother-in-law didn't like fishing. So it was going to be his birthday one day, and uh, that buddy, his name's Sean, told him, hey, I'm going to take you fishing for your birthday. And he goes, you know what, I'll go if we can take my brother-in-law, Jesse, because he loves to fish. He goes, whatever, man, if you want to bring him, go ahead and bring him. Mm. And I didn't have any bait. I think all we used was spinning wheels at that time. So I went and bought two Ambassador uh, 5000 Cs, oh, yeah. they call yeah, yeah. C3s, yeah. silver ones, and uh, two castaway rods. So all I had for bass fishing, man, I think we put, I don't know, 12, 14 pound test and the bass assassins. Mm. Right? The bass assassins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two bags of those, two bags of hooks, two rods, two reels, and that was it. <laughs> that was it. You saw my boat yeah. that weekend we went, man, that was it. And we went to uh, Joke Canyon, just weightless flukes, man. Caught our first bass, my first bass like that. It turned out to be an awesome day. At the end of the day, um, it was raining off and on, and we we're going to cancel the trip. We ended up staying, man, and I tore it up. By the end of the day, the guy was asking me what I was doing. Oh. <laughs> I was killing it, man. And, uh, man, I just fell in love like that. And from there, that's where we added the trolling motor to that yeah. little aluminum boat. And, yeah. And started going to Medina, a little 12-volt trolling. You couldn't go very fast. I think you do about 20. Right. You know, yeah, that's after you pull started it, right? You had to pull start it, get it going. And, yeah, first boat, I'm sure you were like, hell yeah, like yeah, this thing's fast. Yeah, I was fast. off the bank. Yeah. Man, I'm like, hey, grab your hat, man. We're going to hit 20 right here. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so that's how we got started, man. We got started on that. And um, that same guy, one day, he invited me fishing a couple of times after that. I guess he, he noticed that I, I, I really liked it, enjoyed it. And he said I picked it up real quick. So he invited me a couple of times fishing. And he actually invited me to the first uh, club I ever joined, which was Rebel Bass Club. Mm. And... Um, but man, a couple of the tournaments, you know, I didn't, we didn't have bass boats. He didn't have one either, so we'd fish with somebody. And a couple of the times, we couldn't, I couldn't find somebody to go with me. So he goes, hey, let's take your boat. I'm like, hey, you want to take this thing? <laughs> he goes, yeah, man, we got a nice chest with a, an aerator. Oh, like and the that bubble was our, system? That was our live one, man. We were putting the fish in there and kept them alive. And, you know, but that's that's how I got started. So you know, I was able to, to move up at work and start making a little more money. And, you know, then I bought, I bought the champion that I have now. And, you know, that's how I had it, but that, man, that was my start, man. Little aluminum boat and trolling motor, pull start motor, you know, little orange gas tank. <laughs> right in the back. <laughs> Did you have the old school orange, the orange that, uh, PFDs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> two of them. Like, right? came with me. Yeah, one. Man, with some, and we'd get out there. I mean, we'd get out there and it was rough, you know, flat mm. bottom, man. And we're just happy to be out there. I didn't care. I'd be out there and. Same stuff now, man. 10, 15 miles. I was out there in that little boat, dude. Damn. It was rough, man. <laughs> like every wave, you can feel it, right? <laughs> Especially the person in the front, right? Because, hey, get in the front, man. We can't get it. We can't control it very good. And it had a steering wheel, right? We pulled started and had, had the little steering wheel on there. But, uh, you know that weight in the front, though? Yeah, the person down. in the front, had a, that was a rough ride, man. That yeah. was a rough ride, the guy in the front. But, uh, man, that was it. So I, I used to just always go to Medina and... I said, man, when I can come to Medina and catch five bass, like, um, you know, like every trip, right, yeah, consecutively, yeah. I'll join a bass club. So that's what happened. You know, he invited me, and by that time, I had a, you know, I was learning how to fish a little more, mostly bass assassin and spinnerbaits. Yeah. And uh, 
man, joined the club and man, it's been 15 years now, I think, 14 years now. Damn, it's been that long. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think it was around that long. Yeah. Damn. That was like in 2004. Wow. Yeah, That's crazy. Yeah. Actually, I sold that boat. Believe it or not, I sold the whole boat to buy one HDS-10 unit. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy how much there are now, dude. Like, Especially, I mean, Lowrance, I mean, don't get me wrong, there's I mean, there's so many on the market right now, but it takes that kind of money just to, to buy one unit itself, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's just nuts. Yeah, my grandpa always told me that uh, fishing was a poor man's sport. Yeah, bullshit. Yeah, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't know bass fishing. Right, exactly. <laughs> we, we fished off the bank, so... But yeah, but shit, even on the bank, dude, it's still costly. It's still, I mean, because I don't know how many times I got hung up fishing off the bank. So, you know, you tie on a spinner bait, you know, or like do, uh, like the higher price ones, you know, or like a like a jackhammer, a chatter bait, you know, that's fifteen fucking dollars right there. Yeah. So if you lose that, you're, sh- you know. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> I remember learning how to cast a bait caster too, right? Put on a brand new spinner bait or jig or something, and throw it, tangle up. Beep! Oh yeah! First cast is like gone. We got another one. We have another one here, man. Exactly. Yeah, I used to hate those days. So you started pouring your own base after that, right? Well, what happened is um the the main reason there's two main two two reasons why I started. First one was we're fishing at Falcon Lake in the tournament, and I was I I wasn't even on my boat. I joined ABA Mm. and I was fishing as an on boater when we first moved here, and so I can learn the lakes a little better, right, with different people because you pick a chip and that's the boat you went with right no you didn't know who you were gonna get so we're fishing one day and um and the guy's doing real good on the spinnerbait man he's catching fish about his third fish man he had a good fish he kept an idea i got a good one i got a good one bring it in bring it in he loses it right man he got off god that was a good i was stripping right he brings it in the head has gone off the spinnerbait broke off oh (laughs) right so you catch a fish on the spinnerbait it bends the bait yeah. You bend it, straighten it out, keep fishing with it. The next fish bends it, bend it back. So what happens to a wire and you keep bending it back and forth? Breaks. Eventually it breaks, right? So you brought in the blades with the wire and no head, no hook. So I was like, man, that's a six, seven dollar spinner bait. <laughs> right. Three fish and it's gone. Like, man, there's gotta be something better, right? They're man, they're making a killing off of it. So if you don't hang it up and lose it, mm. you catch fish and break it. Right. Right. Either way, you go You're back out. and buy yeah. another one, yeah, you know. So that was a, the reason why I started making the spinner baits with that that wobble head on it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. They don't break, man. They don't break. It wobbles. And uh, what I didn't realize is they also swim through the water better mm. because that head is flowing, you know, through the current, through the water instead of just being uh, stuck straight. Yeah, stuck yeah. straight. So it flows, it moves as you're going through the current, you know. So that was for the spinner baits. That was why mm. the jig I had bought like a one and a quarter ounce jig at Falcon, the fish Falcon. I had it in my boat, had it in my boat, and I can't wait to go to Falcon to use it, right? One and a, one and a quarter ounce jig. Man, I finally got out there. I tie it on that morning, man. Go to whip it. I throw it. The skirt falls off, lands in the boat. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, All I, excited. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, out of the package, right? I threw it, and, man, I brought in just the head and the hook, like, no uh. skirt on it. I was like, man, seven bucks for a one and a quarter ounce jig hit, and I can't even use it now, right? Mm-hmm. So that's when I started pouring the jigs and I, I tie them with a with braid, hand tie them with braid. Well, that ain't going to happen, right? It ain't going to melt and fall off the little plastic that they use on there. Right. So I started pouring them just for myself, really. And then just people started asking asking for them. And, you know, that's where we are now. I mean, just 
you know, mostly his friends and club members, a couple of other people know him, a couple of storm at uh, Joe's, Red's Cove. Uh-huh. They carry my baits and uh, Matthew's real repair before he got bigger. Uh-huh. He used to carry my baits and I got a couple of Alpha, Alpha Outdoors. I talked oh, to yeah. that guy about Outdoor, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully I'll get in there and then we got another, there's another um, a boat shop inside Bandera in 410. Okay, yeah. What's the name? I can't remember the name. Like Mass Marine? No. no. Um, it's inside it's inside 410. I'll remember it. But, um, Riverhawk. Riverhawk Marine. Uh-huh. And uh, he, I talked to him about putting my baits in there too. So hopefully we'll be, I'll be in those two stores here, uh, here pretty soon. But uh, that's really why. Just, man, these guys are making a killing off of us, right? And, so why not do your own thing? Another thing, the problem that I got it, I got people that come back and they're like, "Hey, can you retie a skirt on here?" You know, man, they've had the bait for a year, year and a half, and the skirt gets torn up, and they bring back the bait just for another skirt. You know, it's a buck. They're like, "Man, your baits, they don't break." Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So I'm just replacing the skirt, you know, for a dollar, dollar fifty, whatever I charge them for it. You know, and uh, but I mean, they hold up good. So you can take a, you know, real small spinner bait that I make. And uh, you can hook a seven, eight pound bass, and he ain't gonna break that. You know, when they're chasing that little yeah. bait, you can throw my little, my little spinner bait, and it ain't gonna break it. You can catch a five, six pounder on it. It's not gonna break that little spinner bait that they made very well. You know, yeah. Hand tied. You can't beat that. You can't beat that hand tied. That's yeah. that's an art on its own. Yeah, it's a pain in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, you leave the string sticking. I'm like, oh man, I gotta cut it off and retie it again. You know. Yeah. How long does it take you to, to tie one? To tie the skirt on, it probably takes about 20 minutes. Damn. And that's just tying the skirt on there, right? I've already, I pour my lead, I pour the, the hooks, I paint them, powder coat, cook them, mm. you know, bake them, or bake them you know, for, the, for the paint. Right. And I make the, put the blades that you want on them, the size of blades, the kind of blades you want on them. You know, so a lot of people, the, they tell me, hey, I want this color, can you do this? And, you know, some guys just like, I'll tie it. I won't tie it, but I'll get the skirt colors. I don't want to well, leave a little more of this. So, can you do it again and send them another picture? Can you add some more of this? Can you take some of this out? You know, sometimes it's six or seven tries before I get how they want it right. Damn, I I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> I'd be like, dude, you got you got three chances at it, and that's <laughs> it, dude. After that, not gonna happen you know, anymore. The blade, you know, the blade. Hey, you got smaller blades. Can you put three? Can you put two like this? And, you know, but that's the thing. You know, you're getting a you're getting a custom bait the way you want it. For the same price here, but sometimes even less than what they pay for the other spinner baits or the right. other jigs that are at the stores. You know, right. it's what you want. So that's why most of, just about all of them, I always write on the back in you know, a custom port for whoever you know, whoever whoever ordered it because right. it's made for you, right? You chose what you wanted on it. So. That's badass, though. And what's the name of it? I totally forgot to ask you. Oh, Sabaji <laughs> Lure Company. Sabaji Lure? Yeah, straight up badass jigs. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely, dude. That, and I think it's cool. I'm starting into the art form of like pouring, you know, uh, rod wrapping, just starting to see it all. And like, I'm getting lost in it, dude. Man. It's so intense, you know, bait making. I mean, that's, I talked to uh, Lance over at LT Jigs and what he does. And it's just, I mean, he, he ties his stuff with copper wire. You know, and just like, how does that work out? You know, but I got all these guys coming to me and like talking about fishing and I get lost, you know, and I think it's an art form yeah, and, it's... and it's badass, especially what everybody's doing out there. And I think that's what I'm trying to bring to everybody that 
in in Texas alone, there's so many companies, and honestly, I rather support the smaller end companies and get and make them big rather than you know go out go to academy and just buy whatever's on the shelf, you know. Yeah, that was another thing, man. You go to academy and I'd be at the store and I used to take pictures and I quit doing that, but you'd see a jig on there or a spinner bait and the skirt's already hanging off of it, you know. Oh yeah. Like, <laughs> hey, this is what you're gonna buy here, you know. You can get mine and. You know, you know. Then another thing, it's like, man, you go out there and it's like, so this is what they think I ought to use, right? Right. You know, the colors they think would be good. You know, I want my colors. You know what I? I want to use what I think is gonna work right. for me. You know, confidence, right? Yeah, confidence in the bait. That's that's what you need to stick with. So, right. If you get to pick your own colors and you know what you want, that's what you want. You need to be more comfortable or more confident right. using that bait because it's your bait. You pick the colors. Right. You know, rather than hey. Strike King or you know Academy, they said, "Oh, when you put this colors, use this color. This is what I made for you." Right. You get to pick these yourself. You know? Oh, give me one second. I gotta go shut up my dog real quick. <laughs> so I'll be right back. <laughs> oh, guys, sorry, I'm back. Uh, anyways, uh, had to put him away real quick, so he's good. <laughs> he's good to go. <laughs> I forget to put him in sometimes, dude. So it happens like that. But uh, I know you uh, you got a Falcon, or uh, not Falcon, but at Medina, right? Medina Lake, yeah. Um, I started last year, and, you know, I didn't have a boat when I was a kid. You know, we were kids. We couldn't afford a boat, right? Right. So, you know, you see a lot of people out there, and they don't have that. I mean, man, sometimes the, the white bass and the striper fishing on Medina is just, people don't even know it's phenomenal, man. It's it's awesome, dude. We've caught some, a lot, and we've caught big stripers. And the white bass are just fight like unbelievable, man. It's like I haven't caught white bass that fought that good anywhere, you know. Mm. And uh, so that's why I started doing it. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not I'm not high price, and I supply everything. You know, basically you show up with your ice chest, whatever you want to drink. I've got all the baits, and we're gonna use plastic. We're gonna use lures, you know. Yeah. And I've had people tell me, hey, why don't you, you know, you ought to have live bait for people. That, you know, they can't fish with lures. I'm like, no, because I'm showing them how to fish. Yeah. You know what I mean? It ain't just I ain't hooking the, I mean, I do, if, you know, if it's slow or if I hook one, I'll hand you the pole, but you're going to do it on your own. You know, here's a rod, here's a reel, you know, you're fishing, you know, you're fishing, you're, I'm telling you how to work the lure, where to throw, and, you know, if you can't do it, well, you're going to practice it, you're going to learn how to fish for it, you yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of two things, right? You get to go out on a boat, most people don't have boats like we have, Yeah. and then you're going to catch fish on your own, you're going to, you know, it's cool to hand your rod, right, you bring in a, a fish, that's fine, but man, when you reeling it in and you feel that hit and it just jerks your hand man you know and last year was my first year doing it and man i had people tell me i don't want the rod no more my hands hurt <laughs> it was just it was that's that. a good thing yeah, though right yeah like, here, here. they're like no no i can't my hands hurt and you just like you stay stunned i was like man i've had i've had where my hands start cramping up and my forearms start cramping up but you don't stop right it's like man it's just that hit the bites on wait for that <laughs> next hit right and, and they're like, I can't, I can't. And I had some people do that. So, I mean, that, that's an awesome trip. And, I mean, man, you're kidding. In Medina Lake, you know, take you 30 minutes to get there. You know, get off your car with a small ice chest. Jump on a boat and, you know, get a boat ride, rod with everything supplied. And, you know, people tangle up rods and everything. They're like, hey, I'm sorry about that. Man. Take it off your head. Here you go. Yeah. Cast that one. Oh, no, I'll fit no. Hey, that's why I'm here. You're here to enjoy and have a good time. I'm here to take care of all this stuff. I'll fix the rods, bait, whatever needs to be done, right? You keep on fishing. Yeah. And I had a good time out there. And it's, you know, it's pretty reasonable. I tried the 125 for one person, 200 for two. 
everything supplied. You know, I've had one rod broken, and you know, you don't charge them. You know, it's part of the deal. You know, right. what I mean? just enjoy yourself, and you know, go check on Medina Lake, be home, and man, be home in time for lunch, or yeah, be home in time true. for dinner. You know, Honestly, Medina's beautiful, dude. Uh, when I when I first moved here, I was going with Travis. You know. Uh, all the Austin yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful lakes, too. Yeah. Right? Beautiful lakes, But too. then one day I was like, you know what? Like, you know, I've been hearing about Medina and it was starting to be on the rebound. I'll go to Medina. And then I think, honestly, like, put this on anything, man. I probably had about an 80 fish day. I mean, from, from small fish to like at least 15 inch to 16 inch. So after that, I was hooked. I was like, I don't got to drive yeah, two hours. Exactly. Like, you know, and then come on the way back, be stuck in traffic, traffic. for four hours. Like, I'm going to I'm gonna start fishing Medina. Yeah. And then I went back the second time, and I think I caught like a five and a half. So I was like, okay, this this lake's, I'm never going to Austin again. I'll just stick to Medina. And uh, after that, though, that's what it was just like, dink city. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I couldn't get that quality fish anymore. And but it's still good though. It still produces every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, like, and everything goes to that. I remember Falcon when we used to when we started going to Falcon. It was, it was nothing to catch a four or five pounder, you know. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Two three years later, man, you're hoping you can catch a four or five pounder. I mean, we went out there for three days. Me and Mike Guevara, president of Elite, mm-hmm. I caught one fish, and he thinks he got a bite, and that was in three days of fishing Falcon. Damn. You know, so I mean, all the lakes, they just, you know, they go through that cycle where they, they slow down and, you know, they pick back up. But that's why there's other lakes or, you know, to me, that's when you learn, you know, you get out yeah. there and you throw a bait and they hit it and you pick up another bait, throw it and they hit it. You pick up another bait, throw it and they hit it. You know, yeah, you had a fun day. Yeah. But what did you learn? You know, exactly. you, didn't, you didn't really learn anything. So, man, when the fishing's tough and, man, you just keep switching, I keep switching, switching, switching. Then you figure it out, right? It's like, yeah, that's what it is. And that's that's learning how to fish, right? right? That's how you learn how to fish. Now when you can throw any bait and yeah, man, something's gonna hit it, you know. It's fun, but you know, you don't you don't you don't learn like that. Yeah. But man, Medina Lake, man, this year I've had four fish over nine pounds out of that lake. Damn, that's crazy, yeah. dude. John Choa, yeah, 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 yeah. nine during the tournament, you know, we killed him. We had eighteen pounds. I think second place was like eleven or ten pounds. And they had an eight pounder or seven pounder Damn. bass too, yeah. And it was on in, fire then. Yeah, huh? <laughs> man, it was just awesome. And then uh, I was out there fishing. It was still pretty cool, and uh, you know, kind of cold because I had I had a hoodie on and stuff. And man, I caught a ten. I think it was a ten, ten oh five or something. I've got a picture on my Facebook page of it. Then my son caught a nine, and then I caught another nine that I weighed at Tony's house. You know, Tony's yeah, yeah. club too. I went and took it because they've got a certified scale over there. Man, all in the same year, you know, this was the same four months, you know. That's crazy. And the only reason my son, my, that's actually the youth record is three a three-pound bass, but I didn't have a certified scale to weigh my son's bass. Mm. So it didn't count as a record. Right. It's a record. But he did get it on the Sherlunker. It's, his, it's registered. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's on there for that. I mean, they got crappie there. They've got catfish yeah. yellow cat i've got i've got the record yellow cat for it i've got the record of guadalupe bass i've got the record alligator gar you know hopefully this year i'm gonna get the the crappie and the white bass and the stripers get them on there man the stripers day i think it's a 13 pound striper the record damn oh, Dean, that's crazy the bass too is 13 pounds i don't know if you've looked at that but it was yeah. a state record for a long time came out of medina lake 
Damn, that's crazy. Pound bass. Damn, I just go fishing, dude. I, I don't care about <laughs> records or anything, dude. I just want to go feel the feel the bite. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy, though, that that kind of fish comes out of there. And Marcus told me, though, a while back, he's like, uh, at one point, Medina, <laughs> like, if you didn't have 18 pounds I weigh in, oh, you yeah. can just pack it in, dude, because, like, you weren't going to be even in top anything. You can just go home, dude. Yeah, same thing. So. I mean, just like the cycles I said, you know, some days, I mean, some years were really good, you know, and then some years it slowed down and was tough, you know. Everybody thought the fish died because, I don't know if you remember, were you here? It got down to like three percent or five percent. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't, I wasn't here, but I seen the pictures and I seen the YouTube videos. Yeah. I seen that just that small river channel going mm-hmm. to the dam. Yep, yep. And then uh, I came, I came back. Not this last time when it dropped, but when it was on the rise. Okay, so like, when it started yeah. getting the water. Yeah. So people, a lot of people thought that the fish were dead, but man, you got. So they say three percent, right? It's three percent of. You know how big it is, right? Whenever yeah. an acreage is three percent, that's still a lot of land, but it's also the deepest part of the lake. Right. I think Medina's, I think it's number two. It might even be number one, the deepest lake in Texas. Gosh, it's it, deep. It's, it's a deep lake, you yeah. know. So even at three percent, man, I was getting my boat in there. There was still 33, 35 feet of water by the dam. That's still a lot of water. I mean, going from the dam. You know, you couldn't go, it wasn't even half the size, but man, you're still talking, you know, 33 feet of water. Yeah. You know, so not too much room with that. Those fish didn't dive in. Man, like I said, this year, man, four fish over nine pounds. Yeah. Bass. We caught nine pound stripers. You know, I've got pictures on my Facebook page of customers, nine pound stripers, white bass left and right. I mean, it's just, I mean, just for being so close, right? Everybody, yeah, Falcon, Amistad fork right. you know but, man you go get a day of fish and be back before you get to any of the lakes yeah you know still come back and you're here with your wife and your kids in the evening or yeah. come back and meet them for lunch if you want you know yeah you know, i was driving when i go to travis it was yeah. dude i would leave at 4 a.m leaving the house like already hooked up so i had to wake up at like 3 30 yeah you know leaving the house get there by the time i got up there it was already traffic so i get there about you know Six forty-five, seven o'clock, just barely get to the ramp, and then try to get off the water by three thirty, yeah. and then be stuck in traffic when I get home to like eight. Yeah, you got either you got either <laughs> it's either stay real late, right, to your yeah. after the traffic, or leave real early, right. And it's like, man, I'm almost getting as much drive time as I am fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't like that. I want to play more than I work. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? so, exactly. And Medina has, I mean, Medina has it, and then in the summertime, at Red's Cove, and the sun sets on the other side of Red's Cove. So you can literally sit there, have a beer, have lunch or dinner, and man, watch the sunset with you, you know, your wife, girlfriend, whatever you have. So some of the people that I took out, you know, after they came back, they, they went and had lunch right there and man, watch the sunset, you know? Yeah. All right there, man. There's been know. there's been some funny times though, like I've stayed in like not eat lunch, but I just stayed and watched the ramp though. Oh I'm man. a I'm a big ramp watcher, dude. So in the summertime it's funny to me. To see all those party boats. It's crazy, <laughs> crazy how much people don't know, right? Yeah. Yeah, here's here's and I got a story that and um, I don't know if you were here when the tornadoes hit San Antonio, those tornadoes that came what, through here was it like a year or two. Yeah, it was recent. Yeah, it yeah, wasn't yeah. too long ago. I was on the lake when that happened, right? Oh shit! Yeah, but I was on the north end of the lake, and the I guess the wind was blowing out of the north, right? Mm-hmm. So it didn't feel bad. I was over there by Tony's house. I don't know if you know what Tony's. Yeah, yeah. So I was over there in that cold fishing over there, so it didn't feel bad. And I started coming across. I got. Kind of near that island, man. Started rocking. Oh, that, yeah, that like, side wind blows in. Yeah, right there, I was like, 
man, it is pretty rough, you know, because uh, they said the wind was going to get bad. Man, I went and anchored. I uh, tied my boat down at Red's, Red's Cove. Had, I had twin talons at the time, the eight-footers. Put both of the talons down, tied my boat down. Some guy pulls up a 24, 25-foot ski boat. Brand spanking new. First time out on the lake. Him, his wife, and two kids, right? They pull up on there. He jumped out and go get the truck. The kids and the wife are trying to hold this 24, 25-foot <laughs> ski boat from hitting hitting the, the, the doctor, da. right? They're holding it. And, man, they can get hurt. You know, yeah. that's, man, the little kid falls right there. Man, that boat, you know, man, that that dock was rocking. Yeah. Right? I mean, it was moving. Oh, dude, I got I got chips, bro. Yeah. Like, like chip, the other side's worse. From, yeah, so from and, and look at your boat, right? So imagine the ski boat, right? They're higher, yeah. they're longer, they're heavier. Man, I I was going to go get my truck, and I went over there. Instead, I went and helped them, right? Helped that lady and those kids hold that boat down. Guys backing up the truck, can't back up the truck. Oh shit! <laughs> even back up the trailer, right? <clears throat> so I go, hey, I'm gonna go back up the trailer. So I go and tell him, hey, go jump on your boat, get it on. I'll back up the trailer. He's like, all right. He goes, gets on. Man, but that boat was hitting right. Brand new, first time on the lake, right? So I back up his trailer, back up, back it up. I've got it ready to go. And he comes in, wind blowing hard. Misses it. Uh. Comes in, misses it. Hits it. Comes in sideways. By the end, by the time he got it on there, man, he had had those pipes like on the side and that oh, little yeah, rail yeah. on the side, broke both of them off. Both oh, sides. Shit. Knocked one of the fenders was crooked. That boat was scratched up. All the gel coverages. New boat, man. And then uh, he got it on, we tied it down, pulled it out. Well, while we were doing that, that lady goes, Hey, your boat came loose. That rope that I tied it on broke and my talons came up. Came up. My boat was on the rocks on the bank, man. Oh, like, shit. Ah. I had to go and I pushed it off. And I, man, I, I parked up. You know, I brought my truck and I went and I pushed it on I me. Mean, it was already on the rocks, right? What can you do? So I went, man. First shot, I got it loaded on there. And the guy goes, man, you should have made that look easy. Right. And we just do this all the time. <laughs> lot of experience. But, you know, yeah. If you, I mean, you get a boat your first time. Man, you got to, you know, be careful. It's, I think you should take somebody that knows... Like, at least for that first trip or second trip, take somebody that knows what the hell they're doing before you go out by yourself. Yeah, I mean, when you see people experience it, I mean, you've seen, you've seen guys out there forget to take off the strap. Yeah. Forget to take off the front chain. Yeah. Forget to plug. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I mean, I'm talking guys even in our club that I, I've done hey, that. Yeah, I, I forgot to plug twice. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You know better. Mm-hmm. Somebody brand new, man, they go out there and, do, and then, man, that wind was just bad that day. Just she she shouldn't even have been out there, you know. But uh, and yeah, it's just stuff like that. And you you realize why how people get hurt so much. It's just like, shit like that. <laughs> yeah, you know, shit like that. You know, you ever had a hook? You ever hooked yourself? I hooked myself. Oh, uh, one time at Amistad, it was actually a few weeks back. I got the whopper plucker. The whopper plopper stuck in my hand. One of the troubles came out. So little guad, dude, little tiny baby guad, dude. I was pissed, right? Hit a whopper plopper, dude. Yeah, um, he's hungry. Yes, it, it was the bone, right? The bone color. So, anyways, got him out, and then he shook and stuck that back treble right through my finger. It was right there, right through the finger, and then and just a tip. It didn't get all the way to the barb, but oh, then he, didn't get then he shook again and then ripped it back out. So I was pissed. Like, I was like, oh, you know. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh, dude. dude, you don't so, even know what's going to happen yeah. to you, Guad. Turn, turn, turn to my buddy in the back of the boat and my hand was just, just, ching, 
like chingos, dude, just blood. Yeah, like, coming out. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. It looked like you were really yeah, hurt, right? Exactly. You should have started yelling. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you threw him back in the water, and I don't know, it was sore for for the good part of the day. After like like seven or eight o'clock at night, it went away though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. that shit was bad. I stepped on trebles though. I fished barefoot, like oh. a stupid ass. So uh, when I'm out there, I, I, like in the summertime, I'll fish barefoot. So I was fishing a tournament when I was in California. Uh, stepped off the back deck into the middle. Stepped right on a treble on a Mega Bass uh, 110 Vision. Uh, yep, yeah, right on that Big thing. Mm-hmm. So that shit sucked. Did it go all the way in? <laughs> all the way in. Past the bar? Past the bar. By Had yourself? to cut it? No. No. Did you so, try pulling it out? No, my cousin was on there, but he really didn't. Oh, it didn't matter. Yeah, he's like, oh, I don't know what to do. Man, that thing like, worked where they tie the braid on it. Does it work? Pull I it haven't back. tried it. Man, it worked. But you, I mean, obviously, you can't do it, right? Right. <laughs> somebody's got to push up. Look it up. They got to push like the, the eye of the hook down. And then you tie the you tie the, the rope around the J part of the hook. And when you push that the eye down, it positions it perfectly. And it just, just comes, it right, comes out. right out, dude. That's crazy. Right out. So I had a, the only time I've had it so far, I was fishing the hand on fire on the top water, uh, pop water. Mm. At the Medina, man, catching and catching, catch just one little one. I mean, it was. I picked it up with a pole, right? So the pole was bent down, loaded. I, I went to grab him. He shook, jumped. Mm. The lure came out. Man came right. I mean, so the the rod was loaded. So right. he let it go, man. It shot <laughs> up. It just whack right, right. right into my hand, man. And I was like, ah. Oh. And I and I can't remember now where it was, but it was in a position where I, I couldn't get to it, right? So what I did, I, I cut the, I cut the, what do you call it, the, that little searing Okay, yeah, yeah. Off, off of it, and but I couldn't get to that position where I can pull it out. Man, I tried pulling it out; it would not. Come. I mean, it's like pulling on your skin, right? Pulling it. I don't know Nothing. how it did. It won't come out, right? Like, and how did the fish throw it? You know, <laughs> that, that's a hard question, though, dude. That's, man, that's a hard I could, question. I couldn't get that second, like you said, man. It was bleeding down, and I'm recording this, right? So I put, I told you, I put videos, and I recorded. Yeah, it just this just happened. Check it out. I gotta get this out. So uh, let me do some surgery, and I'll get back to y'all. But see what I gotta do. The, the blood, it, it wasn't really that bad, right? But I had blood all down my wrist, down my forearm, <clears throat> where they just got. So I get the pliers. I'm like, gonna cut it, right? I'm gonna cut it. I got it right here, man. I go to cut it. Oh, I had to push it through is what it was. Uh-huh. I couldn't back it up. Man, you ever try to push it through? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> oh, the worst like, pain in the world, dude. I was like, it's gonna be easy, right? It's got a, it's a hook, it's got a point, it's gotta go through your skin. Man, it was pushing up from underneath the skin. It would not poke through. I mean and I mean I had pliers and I'm twisting that trying to get that point out. Finally the tip, just the tip poked through and it was like Oh man, just like relief because it's out now, right? It's out. Right. Man, so I push it all the way through, and by this time, man, my fingers pulsing now, right? And it gets worse, right? You leave yeah. it the longer you leave it in, it says you yeah, need to get the it worse out. It gets. Yeah. So that man, I need to get the sucker out, right? So that's why I pushed it through. When I go to cut it, right? I cut the tip off. I missed the barb. Oh shit. So the barb the barb stayed in there. So right. So I call this guy. I call this morning this guy down. I got blood on my arm. Guy starts waving back at me. I'm like, oh, no, shit. Like, come here. <laughs> remember, I mean, it was in a position where I had to, I had to pull it up so I can get under the barb and cut it, right? And when I cut it, I just cut the tip off and the barb stayed in there. 
So I need a pull up so I can cut the barb off so I can back it out. Guy comes over there right here on the jet ski. Yeah, hey, can you give me a hand? Goes, yeah, yeah, what, what, what do you need? And I was like, I need you to pull this hook up. He goes, Oh my God. You know? <laughs> All sick. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was going to pass out, man. He's like, I don't know. I don't know. If I, oh my God, I can't believe he's Like, he's watching the blood. Like, oh man, this is really starting to hurt. He's like, What do you need me to do? I go, I need you to pull the hook up. He goes, What? I go, I need you to grab this hook by the pliers and pull it up. I go, So I can be. Uh, I don't know if I could do it. looked like he's going to pass out. I don't know if I can do that. I go, well, I can't do it, dude. I go, it's got to be you. I go, just, just pull. Don't worry about it. Man, he grabbed the ply. He turns around, and he's like going, let's go harder. Because I, I need the barb to come, come out. out right? Right. So I can get underneath <laughs> it. And he's turning around, like, pull it harder, harder, harder. He, man, he's pulling the skins, pulling up. Finally get underneath the bar, man. I just, okay, man. I pulled it out. like, Little bitty, well, that's all it was, right? But you got all this blood down your wrist, right? right? So I'm all recording it right now. Yeah, man, it was real, real painful, but I got it out, and all the blood and everything. Kept on fishing after that, right? Yeah. Next day, I go to work. People had seen it on Facebook. People, I walk into work, and they're looking at me, and I'm like, what's up? Let's see it. <laughs> I'm like, see what? Your hand. Oh, y'all saw the video? <laughs> They're like, yeah, you saw it. Check it out. They're like, the other one? I go, no, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, but you had all this. But I just took it out, man. I guess they kept fishing, man. Yeah. I took it off <laughs> right. fish, you know, but it looks bad, man. But I cannot believe how tough your skin is. Man, getting that hook through. But you got to, man, you got to do it quick because it's, it's going to hurt even more than yeah. yeah, you got. I'm going to go to the hospital. It hurts so bad. Right. You got to get it through, man. Get it through and cut it. But yeah, um, check out that video. They've got it on YouTube and stuff, man. How they, they pull the hook out. Uh, KVD did it during a term with XD10. He hooked himself up. Yeah, I seen that one. He saw it, yeah. yeah he that shit was bad, dude. <laughs> Came out, man. It and worked. then I, I think it was was Swindle. He just said, screw it and left it in. It was during an MLF. It was some, I, think, I don't know if it was Swindle or not. But it was one of them. It was during the MLF. Oh, really? And they just left it in. He was like, screw it. It's too deep and I can't get it out. So he just left it in huh. and kept fishing. I'm pretty sure it was Swindle, though. Man, that's... Man, that hurts. That shit sucks a lot. Yeah, to, to, <laughs> to, get, a, to get a hook, you, you, you have to do it, right? I mean, yeah. I was by myself. Maybe if you're with a friend, they can back it off with it. The way they show you on YouTube. But, man, I was by myself. So I was like, I got to push it through, right? And it would have been perfect if I would have got under that bar, but... I just cut the tip of the hook off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. Yeah, I had my my uh, my life jacket on. We were at Amherst again. My buddy Mike was behind. Hey, me. yeah, man, look at that, dude. Like, okay, so he was fishing up. I mean, my, my boat's only a seventeen five, so he was fishing up on the top deck, and he's like, I don't know, like six three, like maybe three hundred twenty pounds, eight foot rod. Oh, dude, like, right. So uh, I, we, we came we came in. We were in Rough Canyon. And uh, we pulled in, and it was just going off with a rip bait. Just nothing but a rip bait. So uh, as soon as he cast, though, this one cast, I was like, and I, I just told him, I was like, just come up here and cast because it's easier for me to control the boat when we're together up here. Yeah. That way I don't got to position it for you in the back to fish, too. We can just do it from up here. So he's like, okay, you know, I just don't want to hook you. And I was like, you'll be fine, dude. Just watch where you cast, you know. Let me know when you're about to cast. And maybe like five minutes later, dude. He made this cast, and I knew it was going to stick. And thankfully, I had my life jacket on because it stuck the life jacket. It didn't oh, stick. Really? Oh, dude. Yeah, so I was, I was like, holy shit. And it took me about 30, 40 minutes to get these fucking 
the hook shits out of the life jacket, let alone if it was yeah. like skin, dude. Yeah. So that shit was crazy. Get in the back of the boat. Right. <laughs> so what's your favorite lake out here besides Medina? Uh, you know, um, man, I, I don't know, man. Um, There's just too many, huh? <laughs> I, I just I just like to fish. I don't care if I, I go fish on a pond off the bank. You know, I don't care as long as I'm fishing. It don't it don't. I don't care where we fish, you know. I don't even care if I catch fish. I just like to be out there fishing, you know. And like I said you're learning something all the time. You never stop learning. But uh, I know uh, I really like um, what's this thing? We don't go to it anymore. It's over there in Victoria. Oh, Coletto? Coletto Creek. Creek. Yeah, yeah. Because it, and I don't know how it is now because we haven't been there probably two years. Maybe it's just super years. stumpy. Yeah. Well, yeah. when you follow the river channel, I mean, it ain't no different than. Choke Canyon. Yeah, that's true. You know, so they, they got a river, but the thing about it in the past, it used to be real good on top water, dude. Oh, really? Man, I, I burned up a, a gears on that those C5s that I, yeah. that I bought. Man, I couldn't turn the handle anymore. They just froze up. Man, I mean, it was like on fire with a top water frog, honey toad. Uh-huh. It were, I bet you we caught 50, 60 bass, man. And we're there practicing for a tournament, too. And man, they were killing it. And that that road just quit turning. Man, I cast out. And I couldn't get it in. Oh, shit. I pulled it in. And, and did you go, Did you go old school with the coke can? After that? That? <laughs> <laughs> I had two. Remember? <laughs> yeah, but I mean that it was just a it's just a, a real fun lake to me. I mean, top water. Like I said, I heard somebody talking on here earlier, but I think it's on your last one that. Oh, the Pompadour? Yeah, yeah. When you see no, when you see him hit that. You know, anything on top of the oh, water, yeah. right? Just the explosion, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah, when they miss it, you know, and you, they come back yeah. after him, and that, that, that's how Coletto Creek was, man. When that, that top water uh, frog bite was on, man, it was just, jeez, man, you just hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, hit it, and finally want to get hooked up, you know? But I mean, that's just the way it was. So that was a real, that was a real fun lake. I really liked that lake, but uh, man, I don't, I don't really care, man. That's how, it don't matter to me. New lakes, old lake, uh, the new lakes to me, it, They'd be better. Let's go to lakes that nobody knows very good. Yeah. And that way everybody's on an even playing field, right? Nobody's got favorite spots there. I know this right. right here, right? Because you don't know it. You know, everybody's yeah. on an even playing field. That, and then that um, kind of like the way L- MLF, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, right? Yeah. It ain't about, oh, I got this spot where I caught big of That's why Wherever I'm, it goes. Yeah, that's what you know, yeah. I saw KVD on it. He, made, he finally made it to that final round and he came in 10th place. Yep. You know, and they just weren't on it. It happens. Yeah, it happened. It happened to us, LBJ. Yeah, it, happened. it happened to a lot of people at LBJ, but that was just man. I mean, man, we were on fish, dude. I, I, I still, I still don't know what those were on. Those were on the graph, though, dude. Because I was it, telling graph you, is loaded up, I dude. Know. I hated y'all. I asked people, hey, man, my graph was lit up with fish. Couldn't get in a bite or anything. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, man. Not even a drop shot. <laughs> right? No shit. <laughs> they always hit a drop shot. I should have thrown the dips in the drop shot. Uh, now I'm just playing with you. <laughs> and I was, I was thinking, man, I should have just tried a, a small paddle tail with, with a heavier jig and just kind of throw it and let it sink. Like, just kind of uh, with it pen, pendulum through it. You know? Yeah. See what, see what, because something would hit a dang little paddle tail. It looked like a, a little minnow, you know? The funny part is, Clinton said he threw spoons, and I brought spoons with yeah, me, dude. Yeah, he spoons. Well, that guy uh, that parked next to us, too, man, he, he had a whole box of spoons, man, dude. He said he never threw them out. So, but, man, Clinton's kicking butt. They're both kicking butt this year. They're doing good. Yeah, I need to get them on there. Me and John were talking the other night. And I was like, who's who's the top sticks? Like, there's a lot of guys that fish, but I want the top sticks. I want people that 
you know, know know what they're doing, you know, like people that have businesses too, because I want to promote the shit out of it, like honestly, and not promote it, but just like bring light to it. Yeah, get it out there. You know, and because I'm, I'm all about buy local, you know, I mean, unless it's something super hard that I can't get, then I'll go elsewhere, but you know, that's what I want to bring on and, and it's cool, dude, and that's what I like doing, and I I need to talk. I need to actually get a hold of Clinton. But John did say, you know, you were one of the top sticks that were that were in the club for sure. There's, we got man, that club used to be kind of easy when we first started. Now we we got a lot of good fishermen there, you know. But say it's like lakes, right? Fishermen too, man. You get a bad year, a bad couple of lakes, and you're like, oh, I hate fishing, and then, you know. Yeah. And then you get that <laughs> one good day, and you forget about everything. Like, ooh, mm-hmm. I love fishing. That's why I love fishing so exactly. much. Exactly. You know? But same thing, you go you go through cycles, you know. I mean, there's a lot. We got a lot of good fishermen in the club now, man. It's used to be it was nothing to go and place, and now it's like you really got to try. You know, yeah. it's just know what lot. you're doing and dial in. Yeah, dial <laughs> in, man. That's a, that's a thing about it. You, man, you can be in the right. And I don't know how many turns I've had. I go practice for, and it's all fine, man. Like, and I have one at Medina to top it off, man. I'm telling my friend, family, anybody listen, hey, you gotta go to Medina, man. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna win this <laughs> in the bag, man. In the bag, man. I got this. I'll go over here. They're way in the three o'clock. Luckily, nobody showed up. Besides, <laughs> besides my wife and kids, but man. So, right off the top, man, I wake up later than I expected. Like, I want to get up at five, say five. End up getting up at five twenty, five twenty, five. Whatever reason, I were late. So, I'm in a hurry. My son's fishing with me, right? So, we go out there, man. We get out. Everybody's already out fishing. We're barely putting the boat in, right? Get the boat in the water and everything. I jump in the boat. I go to sit down. I put my hand on the, the side of the boat right here, uh-huh. and I slip. My hand slips out, and I take the throttle to my ribs. And I'm sure I cracked the rib, dude. Uh-huh. Man, I couldn't breathe. I'm like, <sighs> and my son's looking at me like, Dad, are you okay? And I'm like, just give me a second. And I'll sit there. Man, I bet this after 20 minutes, man, just trying to get where I could move, man. It hurt so bad. Uh-huh. So that was number two, right? We get out. We start fishing. My son catches the fish. He takes off the hook and throws it back in the water. Like, hey, did you measure it? He's like, no, it's small. I didn't, it only need to be 14 inches. <laughs> right. yeah, but we, are, we don't keep them that little. Like, you don't understand. This is a tournament. They got to right. be 14 <laughs> inches. I would just measure everything, right? So he catches another fish, catches it kind of deep. He's bleeding. I'm like, and they're hitting. Throw it back in. Don't worry about it. Let go two keepers, right? Man, I didn't. I think I got one bite the whole day. Dude. After the that. day before I out there, did I? I go to a spot, as soon as I threw it, I get a hit and I'm just like shaking it off, let him take it off. Oh, I'm not gonna set the hook, I'm not gonna set the hook. Go to another spot, oh man, I had like five, six, five, six jigs tied on my boat, man. I had like, like six, that's what's that's what they're gonna come on. Six <laughs> or seven rods on my boat, everything had jigs and I love throwing jigs, man. Everything man, that's, that's all I need. That's all I need, right? Man, dude, I didn't catch a fish. We didn't weigh in a fish. My son let two of them go that he should have just kept one because I had a youth, like a little youth company we've been pitching right. money for. He'd have won that. I didn't catch one fish, man. <laughs> dude, it was on fire, dude. It was on, I mean, I was killing it. Like, like what were you using? On jig, you know. So right. I, I don't need nothing else, man. They're killing the jig. Yeah, I didn't get a bite that day. Just conditions changed, you know. Conditions changed. I I didn't pay attention to it. I, like, I was like, man, a jig, a jig, a jig. And when I was fishing out there, catching them, it was sunny. Oh, yeah. Clear, sunny. They were down deep in brush and rocks, whatever, down deep water. I don't know, little 
when cover came in, it was windy or cloud cover. Mm. You know, fish, they don't stay deep. They come up shallow, start feeding. You know, I didn't change. I kept fishing 15, 20 feet, 15, 20 feet. I didn't catch a dang fish, man. <laughs> the horrible, wanted to sell the boat, one yeah, of those days. Yeah, one of those days. And I had to come with a cracked rib, you know, laid and hurt and limping. I couldn't even cast. I was like twisting at the waist to cast a rod. It hurt so bad, man. You know, beat up and everything. Not one fish to show. And then everybody like, I come in, they're like, where's your fish? I was like, zeroed. They start laughing. Like, ah, really, where? They're like, man, we're expecting 20 pounds from you. I'm posting stuff, right? I'm killing them over here. Nothing, man. I was like, oh, man, I was so mad. Man. But you got your son with you. you can't. You're right. Can't go off. Be bad. I know fishing. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> now nah, I've been there. Actually, I remember uh, I didn't have, the first time I fished an open for Elite, um, I was actually using my way bag. And I didn't have a, I didn't have a measuring, like a, like a, yeah, check a board. Stick yeah, check a stick or anything. So I was like, shit, you know, I just got this bag. And when I measured them, because the way the bag was placed, you know, even though I tried to stretch it out, it looked like it was over 14. So I was like, I got, you know, four fish. I was like, oh, it's whatever. You know, I know Medina's tough. Come back in the weigh-in. And uh, the embarrassment, though, when I, oh. I took them, I was like, those are fucking over 14. You know what I'm saying? And then Marcus was like, dude, these are short. And I was like, I didn't even know Marcus at the time like that, you know. And I was just like, fuck. Like, whatever, like, I'm just going to throw them back in. Like, I don't have an issue with it because they're not, you know, over 14. That was, like, one of the top embarrassing moments <laughs> right there. And I don't know if he remembers that or not, but, yeah, it happened. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to be a part of Elite, dude. Uh, I had my – because I like to fun fish, dude. I like I like to throw the big bait, and it's not really a tournament thing. You know what I'm saying? So, And that's what I was getting into when I started Elite. So it was like, do I go – back to like throwing jigs and trying to pattern in a lake or do I just keep doing what I'm doing and try to get that big bite, you know? And I'm, I'm kind of liking the whole elite thing, you know? The guys that we have in there right now, I like them. You know, we all, we all talk and all bullshit with each other and no one takes anything to heart. And that's what I like about it because the last bass club I was a part of, just old men. And it was like... The hey, old, the I, old I resemble that remark, man. I think, there, think I'm one of the oldest no, in the club now. <laughs> no, no, but I mean like like that mentality, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah, I understand. I'm, like, I'm fishing the... It's like they don't want to change, right? Yeah, same, exactly. Same mentality. And that's kind of the issue I have fishing with older guys than me. It's like, yeah, we, we can fish good together, but then when it comes to making the decision that we need to talk about, they're like, no, no, we're going to do this way. Hey, no, we're a team now. It ain't just you. Yeah. You know, we need to, we need to work this out together well, now we don't fish together. Pretty simple. We both have both. We don't need to fish together. Yeah, exactly. No, it's a good. It's a. It's a fun club. It's a good club. Um, I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed being in it. Um, I, I can't remember. I've been in. I think four clubs now, and I think this is by far the by far the funnest. And, you know, you don't even want to leave. Yeah. You know, there's no reason to. You ain't gonna go find anywhere else. Yeah. Any other club in San Antonio that. Our payouts are the best payouts. You know, we only pay three places, no matter how many people show up. Well, I think the competition of anglers that we <laughs> that are in there. Yeah. Like, cause I'm I'm kind of new, so I'm starting to learn people, you know. And I go back on Facebook. I mean, obviously, and I check these dudes out, and I'm just like, you fucking yeah, you just stick, dude. <laughs> like, you know, it's it's on there, you know. You can't lie yeah, about it. You he know, looks all goofy and shit, but that yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Greg. Yeah. I just, <laughs> he doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> 
Nah. Just Greg, Greg, you're a cool dude, man. I enjoy talking to you and shooting the shit with you anytime, man. <laughs> Honestly, you're, you're, I feel like you're one of the, the better anglers out there. That's for sure right now. Yeah, you're good too. Yeah, I mean, I'm, and, and even, like I said, man, so, I mean, Marcus is a perfect example of having a bad year. Marcus has always, his entire memory has always been one of the top five, mm. top seven for sure. You know, you're talking 20, 30 guys in the club. He's always in the top seven. You know, this year, you fishing bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Shit happens. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it just happens. You know, next year, shit, he might come back and be angler of the year, right? And the guys at the top are going to be at the bottom, you know? I mean, it just happens, you know? It depends on the lakes, too, you know? A lot of the lakes that we're fishing right now, there's certain guys that those are their favorite lakes, right? Yeah. Next year, might be a whole another set of lakes if they don't like him and all these other guys, you know, they're yeah. going to go and tear Or even at a different there. time. Yeah. Even it's at a different time. Yeah, that's what happened at OBJ. Yeah. You know? A lot of guys did good there, but they never fished it in the winter. And it, it was, and we say winter, but it was warm that day, yeah. right? It was, it, was, it was cold in the morning, but by 12 o'clock, I already have my sweater, my sweatpants <laughs> off. And burning up sweating, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, it was a, it got warm. You guys don't get winter in Texas, dude. It's just like a couple weeks, if that. Nah, That's some, it. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, you know. Uh, I know last year the the cold stayed around pretty longer than usual, right? So usually by February, it's already warming up. No, but honestly, though, that cold that stuck around, I think it helped out the fishery. It did. Like so much, because the year before when I was at Medina and I was sight fishing, like during the spawn, yeah, yeah. Like, you wouldn't see really anything like decent you know and i went back this year and the same spot and giants bro like they're uh, in there they're like and i think that helped to spawn out a hell of a lot and i think that's what brought in those two or three pounders that you're starting to see now yeah. out there but man i think i was still catching bass with eggs in them in, in april yeah you know late april mm-hmm. you know and then you catch a bat hey, he's huge you see eggs coming out Hurry up, get him in the water. Yeah. Hurry up, get him in. He's got eggs in him still. And a lot of people don't realize that a bass will lay 10,000 eggs for every pound that it is. Mm-hmm. So a five-pound bass will lay 50,000 eggs. Ten-pound bass will lay 100,000 eggs. You know? So, man, yeah, you get it out. You have, oh, it's just a five-pounder. Look, it's got eggs. Hey, hurry up and get it in. Because you got to remember, I mean, the percentage is going to die, right? Going to get eaten yeah. by perch. And then the ones that hatch. You know, they'll protect them. When they get hungry, they start eating their own. So yeah. then they're off on their own, and the other fish are eating them. Birds are eating them. You know, so I think, I, don't, I can't even remember the number, but I know it's less than half, you know, actually grow up to, you know, to survive right. after that. You know, after everything gets eaten, everything that happens to the ones that die off, perch eating the eggs, you know. Definitely. Less than half of them. So, yeah, y'all catch those big fish, man. Y'all need to hurry Put up. Put them take, back in the water. Take your pictures and. <laughs> And let them go, man. Especially if they got eggs, man. It's a lot of eggs, you know. Be there for the future for us. Are you on like social media, like Facebook, Instagram, or anything? Yeah, like I'm that? on. I'm on. Well, just Facebook is what I use. Yeah. I, I got Facebook, a Simbaji Facebook page, and then Jesse Robles on Facebook. You know, but uh, and that's usually I'll just start um, I'll just start posting stuff, right? I've got uh-huh. a, what do they call it when um, I put it on Craigslist, white bass fishing, struggle bass fishing on Medina Lake. And then uh, there's another one. There's another app that I use. I'll see if I remember here in a little bit um, that I start posting. But I'm I'm out there fishing. I go to Medina quite a bit, man. Uh, I go quite a bit. Yeah. I can go and be back to pick up the kids, you know. Well, it's not that far away either. I mean, yeah. you and I both, we don't live. Yeah. I mean, what, 20, 30 minutes at that? 
you know, maybe maybe closer. Yeah. Like so, you know, that's why. I mean, so you know, I only got six, seven hours to fish. I gotta be back home. You can go do it. So I just start going and when I start catching the stripers and the white bass, and I'll start posting. You know, hey, it's come on, it ain't gonna end. The only thing is, it only lasts two or man, I think two or three months at the most. Yeah. You know, so it's a short window for sure. Yeah, it's a short window. Mm. You know, and people are like, hey, it's over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I can take you out, but I can't guarantee. You know, you're gonna catch. You might catch some, but it ain't. Man, sometimes, man, we've had, I've had guys out there, man, striper straightening out their hooks, man. Damn. That's... <laughs> Biggins, dude. <laughs> yeah, straighten out the hooks, man. It's happened. I'm like, oh, man. He got off. No, the hook's straight. <laughs> yeah, loosen the drag. <laughs> you know? Nah, but it's uh, definitely a good time out there, man. It's fun. It, it's close, and it's, you know, reasonably priced. And, you know, you're out there, you can have a good time. Especially with kids. You know, if you got kids, a father, son. Or even, you know, a lady, she just wants to take her, her son out fishing, man. It's, a, it's real close by. Yeah. There's people always at Red's Cove, too, you know. So you don't feel unsafe for the you know, yeah exactly there's always people there around there i th- I think it was funny like uh i've been to the ramp before and like people are bitching about the the 15 dollar oh. like uh, entry fee yeah, yeah. and dude this cheap as shit dude I'm like what do you mean and like i've had like guys oh, talking shit about it you know i'm like it's 35 dollars to launch a boat at california in- anywhere most of the part in california is 35 dollars just to even enter the like lake yeah. Let alone, you know. Same thing, Bronte Calaveras, you know, there's 20, I think it's 20. I heard it's a lot now. I heard it went up. <clears throat> yeah, it used to be like three bucks a person, three dollars for your boat. Mm. And that's like 20 bucks, you know. No shit. Yeah, 20, 25 dollars. I think it's 20 dollars for the vehicle. You could have up to four people, five people in it, and five bucks for your boat. So I was like, damn, we ain't even worth going over there anymore. Yeah. You know. When I went to Travis, I was actually expecting uh, the first time I went there. I was like, okay, it's probably going to be like 25, 30 bucks. Looked around, I was like, ain't nowhere to pay at. Yeah. And uh, this old man, I remember him, and he, he was getting his tackle ready, catfish rods ready. And I was like, hey, where do I pay at? Like, you don't got to pay here. Right here. I was like, what <laughs> the hell are you talking about? I don't got to pay here. They're like, no, no, Travis, there's a whole bunch of long traps. You're good, dude. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I can get used to this Texas yeah. stuff, right? <laughs> I, I don't have no winners, but I like the, I like the rent. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, how... Do you, are you planning on staying with Alito and fishing next year and fishing for here on out with him? Um, yeah, I mean, that's the plan. You know, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's growing. It's definitely growing. I mean, we were the new club, you know, in the city. We were the smallest club in the city. And I think, man, I, I think we're the second biggest now yeah. in San Antonio. So, I mean, it's, you know, they always say growing pains. It used to just be all friends. You know, that's how we started. Everybody knew each other. We trusted each other we didn't worry about cheating or nothing like that you know there's always going to be somebody you know I had, right. a, I had a friend at work said if you ain't cheating you ain't trying you know I'm like yeah. yeah I don't agree with that yeah. philosophy but that was his philosophy you know yeah but uh, yeah it's growing it's definitely getting bigger I mean we don't need any Mike Longs <laughs> out there right <laughs> yeah. so it's, a, it's just getting big I mean it's getting big if y'all ain't in you better be a part of it now because uh, I mean I don't know I don't know what we have to do I mean, is it, is it good that we're getting bigger? Or? No, I think it's good, dude. And especially with all these social media groups that are coming out. You know, you got Tim Fishing, you got Alan Mobassin. Yeah. Um, I think they're, I know I I for sure always put stuff on there with Elite and fishing tournaments and stuff like that that we got. But as well as like, uh, I know people from Austin that know about Elite. 
you know, and they, and they've already texted me like, how do I get on the leap? I'm like, well, this is what you got to do. You know, and this is the fees, this is the dues. And, uh, honestly, like I like it and I've only been around what a couple months, maybe, you know, and I know about the club though for a while, but I enjoy it, dude. And I, I can't wait for next year to get on the AOI board for sure. Ah. Like to actually, actually start competing, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the first two months, right? Like, God, this is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's the thing that the, the system that we got now, I mean, you know, you could have two bad months and one good month, a lot of people show up and get back in. You yeah, know what I mean? Definitely. You can, yeah, we have a point system where it was it started at first place was 300 points and then five points and deduction for second, third, and so on. Well, if there was only five people, first place got 300, fifth person right. still got, what, 370 or 275 and he lost. He didn't catch a fish. He was in last place. Right. You know? And then you show up and there's 20 people and you come in 18th place and Man, you get, you know, small, even though you could have caught a limit or something, man, you're way at the bottom of those, right? Because so many people showed up where this right. guy got 275 points and he didn't catch one fish. So now it's, you get points for everybody you beat. Oh, okay. That, that's how, that's how system is. So there's 40, if there's 10 of us, first place is going to be, I think it's five points for everybody. Right? So you get five points for showing up. Right, because mm. if you come, if you go and don't catch any fish, well, you still showed up as as opposed to somebody you didn't go. Yeah. So you get five points for showing up, and then five points for every person you beat. You beat nine people plus five, you get fifty points. That's if there's ten people. If we go to Falcon, we have 22, 23, 24 people show up. Now you come in first there, man. You just beat twenty guys, double what that guy beat last month. Oh, okay, okay. So, right, so. He he could have done he could have he could have done pretty good too. I mean, that's what you're hoping, right? Here. He could come in tenth place, right? Now you're back and both up on top, All right? You know, exactly. You missed the tournament, but you're right because a lot of people. So you beat a lot of people, right? And that's how that's how it is. Like you got to beat the people to get the points, you know. Uh, before when you got the points, no matter how many you beat, right? So you just deducted five for second, deducted hmm. another five for third. So man, there are people that. Man, they got points and they weren't even doing good. Right. <laughs> they had any weight, man, and yeah. they were doing really well. Like, how come they're not moving up? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just way at the top. I've only seen them weighing one fish one time. Right. <laughs> so, so, do you got any funny stories? I know, I know, there's one that comes to mind. That's the first time I fished with you. Is the first time I fished with you? The damn fucking swan, oh, dude. Okay, so, so I've already told people on our on our group on our group me. Yeah. Uh, message uh, hey wherever we have our next two day tournament at it's gonna be dinner and a show with Jesse <laughs> I, I got a story I got a story about a, about us over here on um, LBJ man <laughs> it's gotta do with the swan that was a big swan though yeah. <laughs> they're big that one was even for a swan I want, that swan was a dick <laughs> dude, he didn't like you <laughs> I don't know what you did to I didn't know what you did to me. He did. He didn't like you, man. He definitely didn't like you on that one. But, definitely. Um, yeah, he was a man. I was. I don't know if you noticed, but I, I kind of tried to go around him for two reasons, right? He was crossing this way, not just to be a dick and put him on your side. But, yeah. But I'm driving, so like, and he kicks my butt. We're both <laughs> to get on the but he was going that way too, so I was like, yeah. But it was weird because like he disappeared. Mm-hmm. And then the head just popped up, and he's right by you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
It happens though. Swans, man. Swan yeah. encounters, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds good. Swan encounters with Joe and Jesse. Yeah, exactly. No shit, right? Yeah, so I'm gonna. That usually they record those stories when I tell them out there we're out there barbecuing or whatever. And I mean, anybody got a story? I got one. Yeah. <laughs> I got a good one. Oh, we're gonna play it all out. Yeah, it's not a, just audio. Yeah, I was gonna say because you know I could tell you the story, but. Just you gotta see it. <laughs> wouldn't be right without the reenactment yeah, of it. Right, right. <laughs> so yeah, so that's the next one. But I mean, yeah, we got a, I got a good story. I got another one. I'll share that one later because we got to save it for the club. But um, uh, I, Richard was fishing me one day. Oh, he's probably gonna hate me for this. There was a bee or something going around, and he's you know swinging at it, swinging at it, right. I know the beer fly. You know Medina, he's swinging, swinging, finally got close to his face, man. He swung at it, hit himself in the face, knocked his glasses off. I think they were coasting, man. Knocked him oh, off. Oh, shit. In the water? Yeah. Oh. Fell, fell in the water. I wore my boat and, man, they're in there and they start sinking. I'm looking at the glasses and I look at him and I look at the glasses and he's looking at the glasses too. I was like, jump. Like, Get him, right? Jump. And it's two, three hundred bucks, right? He's uh, he starts pulling out his wallet, takes out his phone, takes off his hat. I'm like, man, the glasses are sinking right off. <laughs> sinking. I'm like, man, he's gonna do one right. of those. It's not a top water bait, yeah. dude. <laughs> he's, he's gonna do one of them Olympic dives, right? He's gonna jump up in the back of the boat, touch his toes, right? And then a man straight <laughs> dive, down. go down and grab the glass. He's, he's gonna come up with him in his hand, right? right. Like, I got it, yeah, you know. I'm gonna be yelling, all right, that looked awesome, right? Takes all this stuff out, right? So that's what, in my head, what I thought was going to happen, right? What actually happened. <laughs> what actually happened. He, he puts everything down. He jumps off of the boat, man. Barely flops it. Oh. <laughs> man, I swear he didn't even go underwater. His back stayed out of the water. He straightened up. And he was, I didn't get him. I'm like, well, no, shit, man. You didn't, you didn't even go down a foot, man. The glasses are down three feet. You know? like, you're supposed to dive down and go swimming down after, come up with them in your mouth or something. Dude. Like, your back didn't even get wet, Richard. <laughs> man, you gotta, oh, that's funny. So, yeah, so they were gone, man. The glasses are gone, you know. And this other guy, he might get mad at me too, but uh, who cares? Dude? Yeah, I don't think he's in the club anymore. <laughs> we're at Falcon, man. I used to, when I first got my boat, man, I'd always spray it with wax, right? Wipe it down. I just wipe it down now, but I used to spray it. When we're going to Falcon, man, I wiped it. I mean, I waxed it real good that time before we went on the trip. And so he's like, he's fishing, took off his shoes, fishing a barefoot in the back of the boat, right? We're at Falcon. He gets hung up and he's casting toward the front of the boat, right? Gets hung up. I don't know why. Instead of walking down the middle of the boat, he decides to. Start walking on the edge of the boat. Oh, yeah. Which had been waxed really oh, well. Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> so I'm up in the front fishing. I kind of see him out of the corner of my eye, like going down the side. like that. And I was, all I heard was... <laughs> <laughs> Splash. Sound like a big wig bait. Just in the water. <laughs> but it was funny. Cause I just... <laughs> That's where his foot slipped. Like kind of half in the water, he still he grabbed onto the side of the boat, so he's kind of hanging there, half out of the water, legs in the water, his, his body out of the water, hanging onto the boat. And I'm, you know, my head is like, 
Let go. <laughs> Let go. Go get up from the back of the boat, right? right. We do it all the time, right? And his head, I guess he thought he needed help from me. He's like, help me. I was like, dude, I can't pick you up 200 pounds. I can't even pick my kids up like that, you know? i like, just let go. Go to the back of the boat. He's like, he goes, no. He's there holding it. He can't help me. I'm like, I can't pick you up. Just let go. So he's there. To, it's, still, it's still waxed, right? Right. So he can't even get he's, no he's, grip. He's going like this. He's grabbing, slipping, slipping, slipping. Finally, he slips. Bang, goes all in the water. Comes back up out of the water. Grab the side yeah. of the boat. And I'm like, hey, just... Let go, swim to the back, and get on where the motor's at. Like, I ain't gonna let go. I don't know what's down there. What? I'm like, dude, if there's something down We're there, we're not a joke, it. right? Not only that, it's still gonna get you. You know, yeah. your hands are just gonna go. <laughs> you're gone. Ah, uh, you're gone. I don't know what's down there. Like, so, yeah, I mean, look, I haven't fell out of the boat yet. Yet, you're right. But that uh, man, that Newman troll. Uh, the, the old trick. trick, yeah, the old trick, man. It's like that wind started blowing, it starts swinging back and forth. You have to like, <laughs> man, I'm like I'm thinking one of these days it's gonna happen. Yeah, one of these days it's gonna happen. Hopefully, it's not when I have the the, the camera, phone, on, right? right? You know, when I, not when I'm recording myself, right? But hey, they're they're waterproof now, so we're good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we're good. Yeah. Dry it out, <laughs> just rice, right? <laughs> Throw it on top. I got I got another man. I got a, a buddy of mine. We were fishing and. He fishes close a lot, right? Deep sea. Uh-huh. He's grabbing a line and pulling up the fish, right? So they're fishing a canyon, striper fishing, and there's three of us on the boat. And I saw him grab the line a couple of times. Like, hey, don't grab the line. You know, bust it. It's a light line, right? Fishing in 30 feet of water. They can run wherever they want, right? 10-pound test. I think 8-pound test without human. And then they were hitting it, right? You wouldn't get the same hit for the thicker line. So this other buddy, it was three of us. The other buddy was fishing. I gave him an 8-pound test one. He's fishing it, doesn't fish very much. I figured it'd be easy for him to cast it. And he hooked into it, dude. This sucker stripping line. And I mean, even it's eight pound test, but even for eight pound test, that fish is just gone. Right. He's like, hey, that other buddy, they're fishing in the back together. And he goes, hey, he's got a good one. Stop. I'm like, stop for what? He goes, he's got a good one. I'm like, well, let him fight it. When he gets close to the boat, let me know. You know, I stayed up there fishing, right? They're like, yeah, but you're moving the boat. Like, we're in 30 feet of water. <laughs> you ain't going to get hung up for nothing. What does it matter, right? <clears throat> so anyway, I step up the fish and I step up the fish and he goes, hey, I can see it. And I see color. That's what they use. Yeah, salt. <laughs> yeah, I see color. I'm like, I cool. Got, yeah. I got off the trolling motor. I turned around. I'm watching him, man. I'm watching him. He bring it in. Bring it. Yeah, it's right here. It's right here. He grabs the line again. I already told him not to do it, right? This is eight pound test. It's even lighter than the other one. Man grabbed it up, pulled it up. I go, let go of the line, let go of the line. No, That's that all you heard, it. man. Man, I think that fish came out probably about ten inches, eleven. That was half of the fish. It just good came out striper, of the man. Damn. That was a good striper. He's pulling it up. Fish goes. Well, it's tired, right? Fish goes down. It's on its side. You know. You know. They start kind of sluggish, start swimming. Man, he goes to grab it. Right in the water? Yeah, he goes no to grab it, doesn't stop, man. He just rolls out of the boat, dude, head first. <laughs> I'm in the back looking, my, my friend looks at him and says, hey, grab him. <laughs> he went out head first. <laughs> this is when we got to worry what's underneath the bus, Get the dude. net. <laughs> oh, so dude. he grabs and pulls above. He's like, hi. Right? He goes, you push the gas. I'm like, what? <laughs> he's like, put it on me. He's like, I felt the boat move. I'm like, 
I'm like, dude, I, I wasn't even on the motor. I was looking at you. I saw the whole thing. I saw you rolling and everything, dude. I saw, I saw, I was telling you, let go of the string, you know? So when it busted, he tried to grab it, right? But he went too far. Too far and just <laughs> lost Past it, the dude. point of no return, man. Damn. He just rolled in the water, right? Then he's like, oh, you, you gave it gas. And he said, I didn't, I didn't do nothing. Did you feel it? I mean, it's what you get. You shouldn't be grabbing the line anyway, man. Right. But to this day, I felt you, man. I felt I felt the boat move. It jerked. <laughs> oh, man. It wasn't me. That was all you, man. That was all you. Well, definitely. Well, Jesse, I'm going to wrap it up, dude. It's been great. Uh, I know you're tired of shit, dude. Yeah. You've been up a while, dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, I appreciate you coming on, though, dude. It was a good episode. Uh, definitely go check out his baits. Uh, hand tie, dude. Like, I, I can't express how much go by local means to me and it should mean to you and just support the guys that we have out here and how i look at it is those big companies like dicks and stuff like that they're not going to support your your kid's soccer team you know these local guys are you see what i'm saying so they're going to stick behind their customers and stuff like that just like you do um but again definitely go hit up jesse uh for his guide service on medina um I'm sure he'll be happy to take you out anytime after he gets some sleep, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Hey, if you just want to go fishing, I mean, uh, you know, if I'm guiding you, it's going to be all about you. If we're just fishing together, then you're on your own. So <laughs> we can do that too, you know. Yeah. Just, uh, but yeah, definitely guide service. It's a different experience. And uh, if we just go out fishing together, well, then I ain't going to worry about you. I'm going to worry about me catching fish. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can still get together and look up Elite Bass Club. Also, guys, it's, uh, you'll have fun here. I think we've we got a good club going. We do a lot of stuff together, barbecues and laugh and joke and tell stories. So Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, definitely enjoy it. And how can I get a hold of you again? Uh, you can find me on Facebook, Jesse Robles on Facebook, or uh, Sabaji Lure Company on Facebook also. Um, it's got my information on there. Just leave a message there and I'll get back to you. Or You got it on here too, right? They can get a hold yeah. of you here. Yeah. You can get my number also. But uh, um, I usually start posting stuff on Craigslist. What's that other one? Offer up or anything like that? Offer up. That's yeah. what it is. Offer up is where I'll start putting on the uh, white bass striper fishing trips on Medina Lake. So It's coming soon, too. Yeah. Well, if it stays, the weather stays like right. this, there's already people catching stripers oh, yeah. and white bass. Yeah. So hopefully here pretty soon. Definitely. Well, I appreciate you guys for listening. Um, tomorrow night, I might have Jared. Uh, I don't know yet. I don't know if I'm going to be leaving to uh, Austin. I'm fishing the the Guadapalooza this weekend for TTZ and it's going to be like a fish fry and stuff like that. It's my first one. So, uh, that'd be fun. Yeah. Sounds uh, fun. But, uh, definitely get out there on Travis and do, do a little bit of pre-fishing too. Go. Right. <laughs> right. But, uh, thanks guys for listening. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, can't thank you enough. So have a good night, y'all. Good night.